Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're ball in the trees and then you live out the park. But if you've got a little time and come and spend it with us, cause now you're listening to the rough cut. Hello, 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 and welcome down to the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, your weekly dose of golf entertainment which titillates the brain, the ears, and every other sensory orifice you may have to intake golf. I am joined once again. By Nick, by Kieran, and by Jacob, as we have finished rolling around the country in our electric golf mobile. How are we, boys? Are we okay? Exceptional. Yeah, great. Yeah, very Wonderful. good. We also haven't been driving around an electric golf buggy. It is a car, just to make that clear. That's why I said mobile. I said I, mobile, then. Okay. I I just, I if, drove if I had a, golf and mobile, I just think buggy. I drove, I drove a petrol piece of petrol thing. So. Disgraceful. Sorry uh, to the environment. Like, yeah, if you hear like the Batmobile, you don't think of a golf car. Y- yeah, that's true. Yep. Well, I don't think you do anyway. I mean, he may be massively no, into will, golf uh, for Wiener. Maybe I, Batman's, I rescind my comment. Fair yeah, enough. Maybe a Batman's car is electric. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he does fire, fire out yeah, of the back of the I thing. feel like yeah. if a new a Batman lot. film comes out soon, they'll make a statement of that. Yeah. Electric car. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, as, he, as he's wheeling out because he has to like yeah, <laughs> get chasing the, the baddies out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't as, mind he, me. as he pulls away, like he has to yank the cable out because he's Two had to face. get away quick. I'll be there. It's going to take me 30 minutes to get this back to 100%. So <laughs> do wreak havoc on Gotham although, while he wait. Although, Batman, if you don't want to stop at Gretna Green Services, exceptionally <laughs> fast charger. Yeah, of course you stopped at Gretna. I stopped at Gretna. Oh. Well, uh, this, I don't know. This time, Gretna was a bit chaotic. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was so good. busy. Yeah. It was a busy few as well. It was unreal. There was a, a five-person queue in Waitrose. <laughs> in Waitrose? <laughs> Waitrose. Wow. Which is bad for a service station. If, if people are queuing in the Waitrose, you know it's busy. <laughs> well, it's the first time I think we said it when we pulled in. It's the first time I've ever had to queue in the car to get into the, yeah, into yeah. the oh, services. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, like, squeeze into a gap that was far too small for the yeah. car. And then, like, you know, like, use my... Because the joke is that I'm an elderly man because I am an elderly man and I'm not quite so flexible as I used to be. But not I had to use every ounce of my flexibility to get in and out of that car without just damaging get out, the one. Get out the boot. It's yeah, <laughs> the only way. Cool. 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 I did think about just like taking the handbrake off, letting it roll down the hill, slamming the handbrake on, and then just getting back in. That would have worked. But it was it was chaos in there. Yeah, and it was, was going and on. it was raining like mad as well when I went in there. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as I went to charge the car, it started smashing it down. Yeah. Also, I had a road rage incident with someone in there. Stared them down. 
It was very impressive. I've been telling everyone. I'm so impressed with myself. <laughs> I didn't actually, with I, standing I, your ground. Over the last few weeks, I've realised that I actually can get quite angry. Yeah. No. Over the last yeah. few weeks? Yeah, but like, you know, in, in a way which shows in an outward manner, okay. not which internally implodes. So I just stared somebody down in the car park. Did just you? stared at them, yeah. No. They didn't even do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just stood in front of the car and stared at them. They've been going, I'm like, what did I do wrong? Yes. Why, why did that man stare weeks? at me? Was that Peter Finch? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's so weird. Like, Unsubscribe. I had a road rage incident. Someone was taking pictures of me out of a car, this like middle-aged lady. A few people stop us. I had four KFCs in there. It was quite chaotic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you went back for seconds. Yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah. was quite yeah. the stop. It was quite the stop. Yeah. And the reason we were stopping at Grand Green Services is we've just come back from Scotland uh, where we filmed a multitude of different videos. The mm. first week we were in St. Andrews, which we've covered in the last podcast episode. And the second week we were at our good friends at Dundonald Links on the beautiful but slightly wet, wet co- West Coast. The wet, this time the wet coast. The wet coast. <laughs> it might as well be. It was a little bit annoying. I was kind of chatting to guys from Dundonald before and it, it was a little bit annoying and it got, I was a little bit kind of stressed that week because we had two days effectively washed out by rain. So we yeah. were a little bit behind. So it just felt like I had to push everything. But it was the first time I can remember going to Dundonald. Bear in mind, we've been with them for like two years now where it actually rained. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. yeah. Like so the worst on, week we've we, had. Yeah. Which on the West Coast of Scotland is like almost unheard of. So to, to ha- get that look over a two year period is definitely something to be grateful for. But yeah, two days last week were just miserable yeah. i think yeah, it was bad. offset quite nicely by the fact that the other three days well, yeah. were beautiful it was completely polarizing wasn't yeah it, it was Just, it was very odd like some days you would look out the window you'd be like wow we do not want to be walking around a golf course right now well, we, and then mm-hmm. an hour later it would be like beautiful sunshine yeah again. well we were speaking about that on the way back and we uh well pete discovered there was a fact that he actually had correct um about the east coast of scotland go on um yeah pete you go for it mad respect for my facts yeah so this might be the first time that one of them's real. So don't get no, 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 no. All my facts are real. We had to fact check them. it was fact check really. St Andrews, on a yearly basis, has less rainfall than Sydney, Australia. There you go. Hmm. And it, it wasn't even a little bit. It like, was, it, not it was close. quite yeah, it was a bit. A, yeah, yeah. Because at the east coast of Scotland, the rain kind of comes down quite heavy in the west and then dissipates over the mainland and then by the time it gets to the east coast it's just windy there's none left interesting that is that do you know what i'll hold my hands up that is a good fact it's a good good fact fact, isn't it good fact very good yeah it's a good fact it's it's almost unbelievable (laughs) but it isn't it's a fact (laughs) it is but it is believable nick you know wikipedia pages are editable yeah (laughs) yeah but not annual rainfall charts well like we we went to the the met yeah meteorologist um society of the world on the way back <laughs> yeah, we, we, we actually swung in yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was in Paddington when they go to the geographers guild it's basically that <laughs> How, if anyone, I didn't think that we'd be referencing uh, Paddington listen if, if you've not seen Paddington six minutes into this I, I like can't believe the... you've not seen Paddington um, I have seen I have seen Paddington yeah. is the, it one of like the, the highest rated films or there's something? two of them right yeah 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 um, is one of them where oh, what's the baddie's name the name <laughs> of the actor I mean Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's two baddies in two films. The second one? Uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, yeah. That's the one I remember. I've seen that one more than I've seen the first one. Hugh Grant's the baddie? Yeah. Wow. You don't yeah, expect exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. He plays the same character in that as he does in The Gentleman. Yeah. 
Think of it this oh, way. Oh, really? No. Huntington goes on a killing spree. I'm about to say, and also, I don't think Paddington... He's a drug baron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he putting in them sandwiches, eh? Yeah, marmalade and crack. Yeah. <laughs> marmalade is a, Yeah, marmalade <laughs> is not marmalade. It's just marmalade. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from Paddington 2. Completely yeah. forgot where we were at. Um, oh, yeah, rainfall in Scotland. We were... <laughs> at Dundonald, we've come back. Managed to get some good stuff done. And just as we were leaving, a lot of the guys were arriving there. Oh, yeah to take part in open qualifying. So open qualifying, final open qualifying is this week. I think it's today. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. As you're listening now, today. Yeah. it's today. Because we're recording this in the past. <laughs> yes, we you're are. watching this in the future. <laughs> yes, this is like... Have you ever wanted to time travel? Now's the time. You want to wave to your future self? Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, me. I'm, I'm waving to... Hello, Nick, in 48 hours. What would you have done if you knew different? Um, so we are... We are kind of, where's the four venues? So the four venues for final open qualifying, if you don't know how open qualifying works here if for the British Open, it is regional qualifying where there's 12 different venues, I think spread throughout the UK. Mm-hmm. The qualifiers from that is usually like top eight. They go through to final qualifying where they are thrown into the pit of tour pros and very good players. And they all compete for very few spots. I think it's like three or four spots yeah. per mm-hmm. uh, final wow. qualifying venue. Yep. Um, those final qualifying venues, they're at West Lanks. Correct. They're at Royal Singapore. They're at Royal Porthcawl and at Um, How do you get into the regular qualifying? Can you just like apply and rock up? Ah, Anybody. Like I'm a 15 handicap. No. Not quite. Not just anyone. Tell us how you get in. It's not like a Morris Fletcroft moment. I I almost watched that again. That's kind of what's that. That's the reason why you can't anymore. So how do you get into the regional bit in the first place? So there's a, there will eventually be a, so you can enter as an amateur then you right. can enter as a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say there's, I don't know, there's a 100 spaces, 50 pros enter, 50 amateurs enter. They will ballot out the amateurs who have the highest handicap. Mm. So if they get through to the amateurs and there's someone off like scratch, but everyone else is off like plus one, they'll be like, ah, oh, well, you're not allowed to have got better players in here. What's the maximum handicap you can apply? I imagine I think it, it's like be, four. Yeah, it? be going up to four. Yeah. Okay. Like, you, you could probably, if there was literally no amateurs and like loads of 15 handicappers applied, then I don't yeah. think there's anything within the. There might be something within the kind of entry guidelines that said you have to have a minimum handicap to yeah, sure. but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, so the point of the point of the open is that almost anyone can enter the tournament, but yeah. you have to be of a skill level that you're not going to, first of all, slow down play, <laughs> and second of all, embarrass yourself yeah, and yeah. your entire yeah, yeah. town on the... <laughs> your entire family. If, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if, you, uh, if you could apply and get in, would you do it? 100%. You would? Yeah. What? First of all, you are part of one of, if one of, if not the biggest tournament in the entire golf calendar. I competed in the Open. There you go. You get to <laughs> say, of. I played in an Open event. Great. Mm. Obviously, like someone of our standard would not do particularly well unless you had the day of your life, which I mean, yeah, you'd have to have three of those in a row yeah. you, in, order to, in order to get anywhere close to the tournament. Quite something. But yeah, I'd enter, but I just, I, and second of all, it's like, what if you do get really lucky and you're like, yeah, I'm, oh my God, I'm so I've just shot six under. <laughs> it's literally, <laughs> it's, wow. <laughs> it's literally the, 
the thing that every single person who enters open qualifying Everyone says, thinks yeah, that. What, what if, what what if, if it's yeah. my day? All I need is three good rounds. Like completely forgetting the fact that you've not put three good rounds together in 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to add in the fact that you're not only that, but you have to be, you have to, your good round has to be better than everyone else's good round <laughs> on the day around yeah. a tournament course under tournament conditions. You know, I mm. think that must be what the most like gut wrenching thing is, is if you have your best day out as a golfer and that still doesn't do it for you. Like you, I think like Minch and Hampton are one on like seven under or something like that. If you shot three under, you'd be buzzing coming off that mm. golf course and you probably, you might not even got through. No, no. Yeah. It's the same as any like competition. The standard is just getting better and better mm. and better. The amount of amateurs who qualify each year out of regional qualifying yeah. just keeps getting bigger because there's so many amazing like amateur golfers out there now from yeah. that kind of really 15 years old to kind of 20 year old range. They're all... They're, they're all basically yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and you say about the standard, like now we're heading into final, especially with a certain live tournament that means that people have to come across and do yeah. it. These, these fields for today are crazy. I, I'm i a little bit on the fence about it, to be honest. Really? Yeah, it feels like, as we already spoke about just then, like part of open qualifying is it has the allure and the dream and the potential about being able to get through and play the open about being able to get through and play a major, which is a fantastic dream to have. And the only problem is if you get through regional qualifying, you have a decent round, you get through to final and you've been thrown in now against some unbelievable yeah. golfers. Like mm. we're not talking about major winners. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are not talking about good pros. No. We are talking about elite professionals yeah when i saw that sergio had to qualify i was like oh yeah. no one else has a chance yeah. if that's yes. the type of type of person who's yeah, going yeah. through qualifying i mean you got because uh at dundonald alone we had michael block who said hello to Blocky. yes yeah hello michael block thank you for listening to the podcast yeah you're a legend. Uh, we <laughs> he was actually he was actually lovely and he stayed next to us and kieran helped him lock the door on the way to the I course did, so did, you yeah. know if he wins the open it's down to kieran yeah. i'm just saying <laughs> Why were you hanging outside his door? We were coming home. <laughs> no, we were, well, we were we were outside or something. Were we? You were, we were coming well, back we were from coming playing back. golf yeah, or something. Or... Yeah, we were coming back and then, because the I, locks at Dundonald are a bit weird, I, I thought, must say. I thought you were looking for something in that bush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, sorry, yeah. It's an interesting jacket you had on as well. <laughs> I wonder why you brought the binoculars yeah, up with yeah, you. Yeah. That Mac, that high collar, that hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, to be fair, the locks are done. Yeah, weird. Yeah, unless yeah, you, know, if you don't, do yeah, if you don't know, like, it's a knack. Yeah, yeah. Because he's there. Because who else? Who else? Up there? Aaron, 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 Aaron Ray, Dominic Love Gang, Matt Kuchar, Matt Kuchar, uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Like these, they're are, all at Dundonald. These are great, great players. Who was the really young? Who was the really young tour pro we saw? Um, who was like seventeen? I don't know. He was like, so the young, like the maybe like the youngest Asian tour winner of yeah. all in all of all time. I, I, very, I couldn't pronounce his name. He had a very tricky name, name, didn't he? Did yeah. he? Oh, did you he, brought it up so did, you can give it. Did a go he end up putting putting just PK or no, something? TK, like, TK, TK on yeah, his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll put his name here. It's very difficult to pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like, he's like Kanan Jana or something like that. Oh, something, something like that. Like that that yeah. might be true. He had some live golf insignia on his back. I know that. I don't think he signed up for him yet, but. Um, but, like prospects, yeah. but it was yeah. it was weird because like the last couple of days that we were there, you started to see like tour bags knocking about yeah, and yeah. like, oh, that's an entire bag of Callaway and Odyssey. And you're yeah. like, oh, that's well, sneaky and fancy uh, with people's was, names on it and stuff. It's yeah, cool. it was when we pulled back up from um, uh, Presswich 
uh, Presswich, Presswick. We played Presswich. We played Presswich. We played Presswick. We got back. It's because it's around the corner. Uh, played Presswick and we got back and we got out the car and there were those two kids. Well waiting for Pete apparently <laughs> but then also we're like oh we're just going to hang around Dundonald today because Michael Block's arriving and we know that this person's they, coming along and weirdly enough they knew what time we were getting there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really strange like, oh, um, we knew you were here because we saw your video of you chipping out on we came round to your apartment and you weren't there and it's like okay, okay stalker much <laughs> no it was lovely it was very nice to see Pete interact with people who have watched him on the internet and sign autographs and pose for pictures and stuff it was cool I liked it a lot and that was good fun but even like talking now about um, other tour pros and stuff, like you say, Sergio's playing West Lanx. Yeah, um, that's quite close to him. Gray, Gray McDowell is he playing? I think he's he's going to be a West Lanxers. Yeah, yeah. Um, These are like Ryder Cup legends. Well, it's like yeah, exactly. Ryder Cup legends, major winners. Um, I mean, more so live golfers is you know the common yes. the common theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean Brand- Brandon Grace, he's down at Rolling Ports. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the literally the sixty two. He's got the lowest round. Well, join in the now. major now, yeah. lowest round in the open. Yeah, that video yeah. is about to come out, isn't it? Or is it? It's oh, out. wait, it's out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so out. You, yeah, will yeah, watched, yeah. you will have watched Link. Record Breakers yeah, nice episode segue. one, which that was yesterday, which was yesterday, in which is the... today. Oh my god! For us, wow. Oh, There's some tenant stuff going on <laughs> right now. <laughs> so you got. I mean, it, one good thing about Final Call, and I would say though, if you are listening to this in the morning and you do find yourself with a bit of spare time today and you're near one of the venues, they're free. Just mm. you yeah. can go down and get in and watch some play or anything. You can walk around. It's great. Yeah. So like, it's a real chance to see some absolute legends of the game some elite golf pros now the way it's the way it's working with final qualifying so i mean it's always worth going but now it's got an added level of you're going to see some actual real you would, quality you would think at west lanks tomorrow it's going to be or today it's going to be hectic especially oh, yeah. the groups like walking around with sergio and things like that they've you say they've clumped them together as well think, haven't they i think so yeah i think they've clumped most i of think the... that's probably fair <laughs> I, w- I don't know if i would mm. want to rock up after getting through to final and be paired up with sergio <laughs> yeah. garcia wrapped through and one over thinking oh, oh the game's not in great shape who am i playing with sergio <laughs> <laughs> okay oh. what i love about it as well is that there's no like ropes is it it's like you just sort of oh yeah you're, you're fr- roaming free there. to roam yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah i love it so you're sort of on the course of them and stuff like that. It's nice. Free to roam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the, uh, is that, that was Scotland, wasn't right it? To the right, right to roam. Right to roam. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are watching though, there's no ropes. Please respect the oh, boundaries. Sure. Yeah. 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 Don't just don't. Like, walk next to these players. That'd be great. Yeah, maybe yeah. don't rub What are you hitting, Sergio? Oh, I wouldn't hit that. No, yeah. I wouldn't hit that. Yeah. Nah, Seven from that here. <laughs> Chopper. I'm a member here. What do you want to do? Run it down the side. <laughs> Just going off for a bit of friendly advice. Last time I played here, I was in the snow and I'm playing yeah. against you Matt got Fry. someone on the back today, Sergio. I could walk around here if you want. We need a looper. Why is everyone talking like this? I, I, don't, I, don't, say, I don't know. Surely it's Liverpoolian, no isn't it? I don't know. It's Liverpoolian no over there, isn't it? In West, in West Lancashire. In Bristol. Well, speaking of Liverpoolian, that's where the Open's going to be. And someone who has already qualified for the open mr ricky fowler oh wow yes. wow good segue back in the winner's circle four years go on rickers yeah, 2019 wasn't it four mm. years since he's won that's um, mad isn't it i mean it is i think what's probably been most dramatic about it is the fact that he's dropped he dropped off so far mm. like he properly just fell off a, a golfing cliff i mean ricky fowler probably one of the mo- more popular players in the in the game definitely oh, for sure over yeah. the last decade and a bit yeah and to see him i mean the, the thing is ricky he was never a, a consistent winner but he was always there yeah, yeah he was, yeah, he was yeah, always yeah. in around leaderboards you always saw him he's obviously a very marketable kind of player for mm. the company so 
he was always in everyone's eye line. And then all of a sudden, the drop-off was just so quick and so severe yeah. that people were genuinely thinking, is he going to come back? And now he's had a really good few weeks. He's won the Rocky Mortgage. He's in the Open and everything's bright and sunny again. Yeah, didn't a few people... A few people qualified at the last minute. Someone else won. Maybe a d- who won the DP Tour event? Uh, Daniel Hillier. Hillier mm. as well. Yeah, he qualified as well, having just won that. So there's, you know, there's people who are sneaking in just at the last minute. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the extra little bonus for these events just before the Open is there's the places available. And obviously, if like there's a guy that's already got through, and then that drops down to third or fourth. Yes. So those little like spots at the top are you know highly mm. touted, highly yeah, competed yeah, for. Yeah. So even if even if you don't win the event, you can you know, or you don't come first or second. If one of those is already qualified, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah yours yeah. comes it comes yeah. to you, and they're like, oh, here's your ticket. Yeah, R- Ricky's like fall off though. It was like it's different to kind of any other kind of fallout. It's like we think of like Tiger. Obviously, he just fell because of injuries and mm. wasn't playing golf. Where Ricky just sort of literally fell off because his golf was that bad, and now he's managed to like sort of arrange it into what it is today. I think it was. Um, three no sorry the last four weeks he's been top 20 and then three of those four he's been top 10 and now he's won yeah. so his last five weeks he's not finished outside the 20th, yeah. 20th didn't, spot didn't he have to do like leading, it was what I was, saying, I was gonna say he was leading the US Open 54 obviously yeah so it was like, yeah he and then came agonizingly close to that that final yeah, round that final just day fell just, apart yeah, a little just bit kind yeah. of fell apart a little bit I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone really yeah. if, if he'd have won the US Open it'd have been a great fairy tale story but I don't think anybody was not exactly surprised, but I don't think anyone was shocked by mm. the fact that he dropped away after being out of contention for these big events for so long. Yeah, yeah. But the way that he won it in a playoff, he uh, won the Rocky Mortgage in a playoff with Adam Hadwin and Colin Morikawa. You know, slammed in a birdie. It was it was great, and his reaction was fantastic. Yeah, took it in, didn't he? Just just took it in. Yeah, just like let it out. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it must be a lot of pressure because like you said, he is very marketable. He is very well supported by sponsors and he has a large popularity within the game. So, you know, there's a lot of scrutiny on what he does and maybe it may have dropped off the last few years, but there would have been that question, certainly in his mind, like would he ever actually get back into the winner's circle? Mm. Cause you know, we, it does happen. There's a lot of players who you think, Oh, they're going to be around forever they won't be. Eventually their game will drop off. Mm. It, it, it's very hard to understand when that's going to be. I mean, certainly the generation I grew up watching, Hunter Mayhan's probably the biggest yeah. example for me of a golfer, great swing, consistent winner, you know, mainstay on the tour, then all of a sudden it's just gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And oh, like that it, is a throwback, that. Yeah, Smiley, it, Smiley Kaufman as well. Yeah, that Smiley is. Kaufman, like winner, and then just kind of disappeared. Yeah. And, and there's so many golfers like that that you think, oh, they're so talented, they're so good, they're going to be around forever, and then they're not. And they're gone. Mm. Golf man, it's brutal. There's like, there's so many good players who are always coming up to replace them as well. Yeah, there's no let up. Yeah, yeah. That, that is it. Like, there's there is so many good players out there. Yeah. Like everyone can win. I thought that final playoff hole was quite nice, sort of. Uh, sort of grouping together of what golf is quite is like. Every, everyone sort of hit their tee shots. Ricky, worst tee shot of the lot, mm, yeah. and then stiffs it the closest out of the lot of them. It's just like that kind of, 
you know, you can pull out anything from anywhere. And like, if you're a good enough player, as Ricky is, he obviously found something deep down to win that tournament. And which it was so nice to see. And like you say, that final, you literally see see the weight kind mm-hmm. of like his shoulders just yeah. like fall. Yeah. And then his, his brothers on the bag, I think, as well, which was really nice. He was they had like mental. a movement. Yeah. yeah, he was going mental, wasn't he? He, he was, was good. It, the carry was a lot more exciting. Yeah. Than <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was taking it in, and then he just like run into him and like hugging him in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, he was like, "I'll take ten percent of that." Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah exactly. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't know it was his his brother. I think all, so. Yeah. All, all I recognised from that celebration, his brother runs on and like shoulders him in the yeah, face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As Ricky's trying to like take it all, take it all goes yeah. in for a hug and shoulders him. I mean, not only has Ricky had such a hell of a run, the uh, the putter he was using is that mm. a hell of a run at the minute, Good isn't Lord, it? The jailbird. Wow. The jailbird. What a putter! Honestly, like, can and, we, and we've got five of them to give away. <laughs> <and we're> <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, that's it. I think we'll all keep watching. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it'd stay. Yeah. Honestly, like Callaway, Callaway this year, like, just they've smashed had the year in almost every single category. And to have little things like this happen, and I think they've played it really well. Oh, yeah. Like they've, they've made sure people know, like it's been rerun, like limited like stock of it. They're selling for hundreds and hundreds of pounds just mm. after you know, Wyndham Clark win, obviously Ricky win, you had um, Keegan Bradley win with it. And it's weird. It is very strange how all of a sudden they've like come in such a compact little kind of period. Yeah. So if you want to win a PGA Tour or major, you need one of those putters. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah. If you want to open qualify, you need one of those putters. If you <laughs> want we, to break 100 for the first it, time, you need one of those putters. I reckon if we managed to scramble a few together, we could sell them for about 600 quid each open qualifying. Yeah. Just sit on the edge of the putting green. Picture of Ricky and hold of the putter. Yeah. P- picture of Ricky, Keegan Bradley, Wyndham Clark, like we've won the one in the last week. The last one that's a question you? mark. You? <laughs> Just a mirror. A mirror on the end. So as everyone walks past, it's like, this could be you, my friend. My <laughs> when when the open preview episode comes around, I'm going to get rid of all those stats. It's like who has the jailbird yeah, in the bag? Yeah, 100. I've not chat to what Daniel Hillier. Actually, was no, using. I don't think he was using it. No, God, just that would have been absurd. That'd have been epic, wouldn't it? I think uh, Taylor Gooch went on live yeah. this week. Did it? Was he? For, oh, for I, don't win, I, don't so. no, so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Old old news now. Not a clean sweep anymore. <laughs> Good putter though. <laughs> it's a great yeah, putter. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm happy that I'm happy that Ricky's back. I, I think the world of golf is better with him in it. Oh, for sure, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's like a he's he's uh, that period where you know he was the cool young kind of like rogue kid who kind of just came out and wore mm. what he thought was cool and hit the ball a long way and was very very good. Lots of people who like grew up watching him and people like Rory are like gravitated to him because he was a bit of a maverick and, and yeah, kind, I remember, of, kind of uh, didn't really care about the rules really. yeah i remember him winning this first event it was at um the wells fargo mm. it was so good that, that shot in the playoff oh, i remember it literally i mean he's had some he's had some seriously good yeah. wins i mean the players when he came in and there and shot like four under over the last yeah. three holes and stuff like that like it's obviously an incredible player like i think obviously he was associated with like jt and and spief they had their little group didn't they and mm. obviously with smiley kaufman as well mm. that, that's the second time he's come up plenty yeah. 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 smiley but there was that smiley this is the smiley yeah. podcast what year was it where he didn't finish outside top five in the major it was like 2014 2015 2015 sure? i want to say I'm, I'm not as big a ricky fan as i didn't you know you were this yeah you're actually wearing orange today yeah, as well. yeah. <laughs> <Stand up. laughs> i am actually wearing orange. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. Was no, that, that was a coincidence? Yeah, right? yeah. Well, it was a coincidence, but I'll take <laughs> was that. Was it? Yeah. But no, was I, it? I used to buy. I, I bought his hat. Like I remember his like. I oh, want the puma the old, one. The old puma like, hat. Almost yeah, like yeah, snapback yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, mate. I can't see you in that. No. Well, I mean, not because you're not. I was only like twelve at the time. So like, I was just you know, I was wearing it all the time. Speaking of hats. When we played Presswick, Kieran played the first... Oh, by the way, we played Presswick the other day. Thank you, Peter, for organising that. Yeah, well, thank you, David. And David. Yes, and David um, at Presswick. It was yeah, it was a very, very special day. Kieran played the first two... Three holes, First yeah. three holes wearing a hat. <laughs> wearing that hat. <laughs> wearing that hat, Wearing yeah. that exact hat. Kieran never wears a hat on the golf course, uh, right? Uh, I never you, wear a hat. You fatted your shot off the first, uh, you fatted your second shot into the green, then you three-putted. Yeah, I did, I did. Right? Yeah. Then you missed the green on the par three. Yeah, missed the green par three. And then I just seemed to like overhit everything after that. And yeah. then I took it off. And you were like, took the hat off and you were like... And then I parred every yeah. hole. <laughs> I, parred, I parred from, from four, to, four to nine. Four to ten, actually. Yeah. Very, yeah, was going right. very, very strange. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Um, Jacob, how did you do at Presswick? Yeah, I did all right. Yeah, yes. I did all right. Um, I shot 80 for the first time, which was... Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for your clapping at home. It was very good. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was surreal, to be honest. And I did the worst thing possible where I was. I knew where I was at at all given points. Right, Like, yeah. it wasn't even something that I got to the 18th and went, oh, my God, I need to par this hole to shoot. I knew exactly the what I needed to do from mm. the first hole onwards. It was... I, I don't know. It just I it's one of them where I felt very, very comfortable. What the things that Pete's given me with my irons, even though are nowhere near kind of full completion and there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I've never felt so comfortable and confident hitting my irons yeah. as I have done on a golf course before. It helped that it wasn't super long. I hit my driver once yeah. throughout the whole round. Yeah. Um and I hit my three wood quite a lot off the tee, which I decided to signify by buying a, a Presswick head cover so, cool. uh, to yep. put on it, just to have that moment encapsulated in my golf bag <laughs> as a as a as a as a piece of memorabilia. So yeah, no, it was uh, not only to play, you know, the birthplace of the Open off the back tees with you guys and then shoot 80 for the first time it was uh yeah it was quite something i will i will not be ashamed to say i had a little <laughs> a little, a little s- weep a little weep on the 18th i don't yeah. know i just it just the emotion it happened yeah it was very cool it was really weird it was such a nice setting as well it was very chilled it was sort of towards the end of the evening and yeah it was uh it was very cool very yeah. very cool and i know you had your uh moment of memorabilia to keep as well which was yes nice. i i am you're dying to get something that's in your pocket out, I just, imagine. Just, just, get, well, it get, it over just it. get it over. Just get it out. Get it out. This. This is the ball that I played Presswick with from the backs. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's a, what is it? A Wilson triad. Yeah. Scuff marks on it. Green stars on it that I always draw. And there it is. That was my achievement. And what have you, what have you written on it? I'm, I'm holding this up if you are listening. Uh, it's a Wilson triad and Mick has written on it Presswick. 2023, Thursday, the 27th of June. Have you misspelled Presswick, by the way? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, there's, there's, there's only one E in there. Yeah. Uh, oh, damn it. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. It was a very cool day. Have it, you said what you've done? Yeah, I played the whole round with, right, this, okay. with this one I golf ball. It, yeah. um, it went in the rough a lot of times. Shot the door 40. I played it the whole round. I punted off every two. Just it around. It went in the rough a lot of times, but Pete has this weird... I don't know how... I mean, maybe it's because you've been playing golf the longest, but you have a weird ability to find he's a golf ball. Yeah, he's got it good eyes. It is wild. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that is in like relation to how bad your eyes are. I'm worried about your eyes. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am very worried about your eyes. I don't know if it's just an experience thing or... 
like there's something going on there, but maybe an eye test might I, be an order. I always think the ball has gone much further, further than it yeah. Ends yeah, up, yeah. which is great for me because I'm like, wow, I'm long off the tee. And then yeah. you're like, oh, it's gone 230. Yeah. Come back. Come, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, so now what I've started doing is going like, where did I think it was? Then and start walk walking backwards. backwards from there and yeah. maybe you'll find it. Yeah. Yeah, Pete just, the reason that this made it all the way around is because <laughs> I would hit last. I don't know why I got into a habit of hitting last. And by the time- <laughs> So all three of us keep our eyes peeled. So true. Um, I would hit last. And by the time I'd like packed up and caught you guys up, Pete had already found the ball. So very, very, very grateful for, to Pete for finding it. So um, many, 18 different times. I, I think it was more like, because I'm just on edge with you now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I need to watch this. <laughs> He's not going to know where it went. <laughs> that Wilson ball as well. That's quite a quite a find. That I never played with a Wilson ball before, but it was decent. Wasn't it? Um, well, well, we'll have to do a like a test on it. We're, we're going to do some tests on Wilson balls anyway. I mean, I used. Did I use a, a Wilson you, you ball? I did one, yes. of the, one of the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I shot a. Even though we lost, I shot a sixty-eight that evening as well. I think that was with the, st- the Wilson. Yeah, that staff. actually was. Yeah, no, that was a Wilson. Good balls. Yeah, yeah, very good. Oh, can you just say that? Can you say the first bit of that again? When you guys won? Yeah. Oh, well, we won. Me and you, Mick. Yes. yes. Yeah. Me and Jacob versus Kieran and Pete, and we beat them on the last green. I was about to say, we were leading you the whole way. You we boys not? had a yeah. shocker on the last. Oh, we did. Shockers yeah, a bit. Yeah, shockers only. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. I just outdrove Pete and then two putted. Yeah, we had, so. we had, we had, we had mm. two birdie putts and then missed that. I had mine. Mine was short. I should have. You, you were literally. A, uh, a breath of wind from going in. Yeah, That's how oh, short yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was good. Like I was, I was l- almost like walking to it. I thought <laughs> I got it, and then, then it was short. Yeah, well, yeah. lipped it. Yeah, and oh then you dear. lipped it. Yeah. So, so of the two, of the two rounds we've played against you guys, we're actually two up. Um, yeah. It's kind of like the ashes at the moment. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the ashes? No, I don't. No. That's, probably, that's why I haven't really watched yes, any. Yes, that's why I'm here, right. <laughs> that's why I haven't watched much of the goal, because I've just been recovering from that. Just Do you want to like, talk that about that thing. controversial run oh, out? No no. No, 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 no. We don't <laughs> want to we talk about We don't about need that. to get into that. Yeah. Um, any Aussies watching or listening, that would be... Love to know your views on it. Comment below how you think England will do in the rest of the day. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I didn't really watch. Yeah, I didn't really watch much of. Um, I didn't watch much of anything. But I think if I was going to watch the sport that day, it probably would have been that rather than the British Masters. I think the British Masters has just completely passed me by. Kind it's of, gone a bit it's under gone the radar. Under, yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought they had a good little run going about four or five years ago where they generally were moving it around and different people were hosting it. And when Tommy had it at Hillside and Lee Westwood had it at Close House and they just, it seemed like there was a bit more of a, um, just, just something behind, a bit like with the PGA, not quite knowing what it is as a major. Yeah. The British Masters, it kind of was becoming an identity a bit more. And I think now this run at the Belfry is kind of not, not necessarily a bad thing because I don't mind the Belfry. I think it's a decent course, but it, it's kind of, made it a big bit stagnant it's kind of like settled down into something now it was yeah. quite nice when it moved around and i remember even with the um the hillside one for tommy they did the day before they did those like shots in the dock do you remember when they like hit him into the oh, they did that yeah. like target yeah, just like little things like that they did stuff but they don't it's all just the same yeah. now it's also down to the field a little bit like the field, i mean the field was poor field was it was eight not, of the top 100 i yeah, think we're in the no, field it wasn't great unfortunately but um is that it? Eight of the yeah. top 100, yeah. He's yeah. joking. Nope. I, know, I know Justin was there, but eight of the top 100? Yep. Wow. Which Justin? Uh, yeah, Justin, Justin Rose. Flowers. Justin okay. Rose. Yeah. What I did actually see, to be fair, um, I, and I only saw it on... <laughs> I, did, I did a Kieran. <laughs> yeah, you Sorry. did. There's lots Justin. of famous <laughs> yeah. golfing Justins. I only saw it on um, 
uh, on Instagram, they like mic'd up uh, Justin Rose like before the round. As, really, he, as he was warming yeah, up. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. That was really cool. The, really the, old, the old hat clip job. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that was really good. I really enjoyed that. But um, other than that, that's the only thing I saw of it was, was the Justin bit. Mm. Is there going to be like mic'd up stuff at the Open, do you reckon? Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking idea, of, yeah. of of mics at the Open, you're going to be on the range. Uh, yes, I am. I am indeed. That's going to be exciting. How, are, you, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this Open a lot more uh, than I was last year. So last year I did live at the Open, which is it's effectively a feed, world feed through the RNA. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's kind of on TV. It's everywhere. And I was very nervous. Like, I'm, I've not really done much live TV. And the 150th open, having a camera stuck straight on you early in the morning, said you're opening up the show. <laughs> it was a bit, it was a bit twitchy. Good morning, Sir Daniel. Yeah, so <laughs> I was, I was very, very nervous. Fortunately, I had some very good people around me who kind of shepherded me through. But this year, I feel a bit more, a bit more comfortable, a bit more confident, and I'm going to be there all week, just trying to cram as much work in as humanly possible. I want to go to this open. And not watch and any golf. <laughs> <any golf. laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be working non-stop. So Unless you're commentating on it. Unless I'm commentating on it, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward is, to that. Um, is Di going to be there again? Yeah, she yeah, Di's there. She's yeah, yeah. So she was very, she she basically just held my hand all the way. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. So yeah. hopefully she's there to help me again. Uh, uh, um, I so thought that, you did a great job. Yeah, I think you did great. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was, it, was, it was absolutely fine. No catastrophes, no swearing. It was all good. But I'm looking forward to this That's, year. Man. That was a win. Do you think you've got you've now that you've settled in, you'll be you have a little bit of license to be a bit more yourself on TV now? Um, maybe a little bit, yeah. Maybe a touch because it is it is honestly like live TV is just so much different. It's so difficult to make sure that everything's in the right place where it needs to be. You've got your earpiece in. You've got producers like telling you where to go, like when you need to stop talking, when you need to start talking, what you're talking about. Yeah. Stop talking about that. Yeah. Move on to something else. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, another presenter coming in. We're going to cut to here. We're going to cut to there. Can you lead us out? So you've got to do like a segue into something. It's like... Well, you've had a lot of practice for that, son. Yeah, there's just, there's just so much. <laughs> All of this is building up to yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I was very much... Um, so with the presenting, you have... On, on, on cameras, you've got a presenter. So that's the main person. So that's yeah. where the camera usually goes to. Mm -hmm. And then that presenter will toss over to the second presenter or the support and I was always that person. Yeah. So Di would be like, this, 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 and what do you think about this? And so, you're like <gasps> Yeah, so, <laughs> so the, the colour. Yeah. So all I would have to do is then say, Oh, this is what I think. Yeah, and then yeah. I'd throw it over to her again. Yeah. That was pretty easy. Got a little bit more advanced throughout the week and then one of the days I had to do the commentary and I was in there with Wayne Riley. Cool. But Wayne Riley is always the second guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he's obviously a lot more kind of experienced than me. So, so today you're going to be lead presenter. Yeah. And Wayne is going to be the second. <laughs> no. Oh my god. No. So then I'm on. So and he's great, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Really he's really good. So I'm on comms, and I'm just like, I'm just chatting away, looking at the range, chatting through everything, and like Wayne's being really good. And then, but I have to have the producer in my ear all the time. Mm -hmm. And I kind of noticed this, and a lot of people gave me tips on it, but whenever you notice there's a bit of a gap in the commentary, yeah. so they'll start a sentence, they'll be like, okay, so where is Tiger Woods swinging here, top of his swing? And when there's that pause, it's basically the producer in the year saying, okay, Pete, you've got 30 seconds there, lead it out to St. Andrews. And then they say, 
And through Impact, he's very good. And I've just had word we've got George out in uh, St. Andrews. George, what are you finding yeah. for us? Yeah. Whenever you hear a pause, it's like uh, someone's, someone's being spoken to. Someone who's shouting in your ear. Yeah. Trying to tell you always going to George. George was everywhere. George man. was everywhere. George was like on the 18th green, then he was in the Danvega, and then he was on the third, <laughs> then he yeah. went to like, he was everywhere. Yeah, George was And that's what it always was like. The, the segue was always like, okay, you're in this position, let's get out and see like a bit of St. Andrews. And it's like, okay, can you get out to George? He's in, in the Dunvega. I cannot mm-hmm. George, well, <laughs> after that shot, yeah, Tiger a, will need a pint. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so, George, are you on the bike? Right, okay. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And then it's back. Okay, oh, let's have a look at Rory McIlroy's swing on. This is good. Producing, okay, George is riding a bull. Okay, right. okay George, uh, I hear you're bovining out there in uh, St. Andrews. How's it going? Rory, <laughs> Rory McIlroy in his, in his red t shirt on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. You know what hates red bulls, and here we go. <laughs> He's trying to get a job in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm available. I look a little bit like Pete. I got mistaken for him twice in Dundonald. It's fine. You're both wearing the same hat, so <gasps> that could work. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Hey, you got to you got to develop your own style. Okay. I have my own style. It's over enthusiastic well, and too loud. All well, right. What well, also I think like you you always dress like the ten people you hang out with the most or whatever it is the four people you hang out with the most. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll start more more than I was gonna say uh, it's dress, dress dress for the job you want, isn't it? Well, like, not, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I'll wear um <laughs> wear a live golf I'm gonna wear shirt everything from everything that Pete wears and then <laughs> <laughs> lifting it up. Oh dear. Talk, I, you know, I talk about live with it was at um, Valderrama. Mm. I, I I did actually. I fully admit this. I watched more of the live event this week than I did DP World. Oh, wow. wow. I actually watched the 20-minute highlight show on YouTube. Okay. Feet up. Yeah, I know. And it was okay. They seemed to miss, like, most of the important shots, but it was it was actually good. And to be fair, Valderrama. Valderrama, see, that's something that Liv could actually do. Like, they've got freedom to do whatever they want. Like, go to these amazing courses. Because Valderrama is incredible. Mm. Yeah, it's just so. so That's good. the um, PGA next year. Is it the Valderrama? Yeah, it's just it just looks. Isn't it the Val the what the Valder- Valderrama? No, Val- Val- the PGA Valderrama's in Portugal. Yeah, no, oh, are they in Portugal? In Spain. Well, what, what is it? Spain. Yeah. Well, where? Oh, is it Valhalla? It's Valhalla. Valhalla. Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm getting confused. Sorry about Different that. Different Val. Sorry yeah. about that. If it's, if it's in Spain, would you like to pronounce it in yeah. your Spanish accent? <laughs> yeah, so uh, yes, the PGA Championship is not in, in Spain. Spain. It's in Spain, Sorry. newsflash. It's, it's not, not in Spain. It's been run by Liv. Yeah, it's, <laughs> actually, uh, it's actually taking place in the Norse afterlife, uh, <laughs> which is quite a long way removed uh, from Spain, I believe. Oh, I've got lightheaded. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a Valderrama, which looked great. And it, it's a course I'd absolutely love to play, actually. It looks unbelievably hard, but very, very <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I can't believe it. I, I, I genuinely, this is genuinely the first time I watched more of the highlights of that. Is Liv going to survive? Um, is this the do, last do we year know of that? Liv? I don't think no, we know, was, do we? It was very strange. So when this new framework deal, which admittedly a lot of people still don't know much about between PJ Tour, DP and Liv, once this is ratified, once it's formalized, which... There is some talk about it not being, but at the end of the day, we have already seen that if you've got enough money, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. So it will go through, it will happen. And everyone seems to be thinking that when it does, everyone who's playing on live will migrate their way back to PJ Tour. But every sound that we've heard out of live so far is that it's carrying on. It's not what the players are saying. Yeah. And yeah, it, it seems like it will be carrying on. I, I, 
yeah, I mean, it, you you nailed it on the head, really. Like, we we don't know. Like, we don't know what's going on. This merger is just so ambiguous of like actually what's happening. Even when we first heard about it, we didn't really know yeah. what was going to happen. They, I mean, Rory obviously made those comments to say that this is you know DP World, PGA, and PIF. This is nothing to do with Live. Mm. So even he kind of differentiated the difference between the two. Yeah, it's so, just it's just a product run by PIF. It's yeah, exactly. Not, yeah, it's, it's, not it's something part that of the deal. they are still going to be doing their yeah. own thing over there. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of. It, it feels a bit. It same same but different. Like yeah. it's it, it's it, all it it's does, all yeah. going to be the the same thing now. Like you can you can stick up dividing lines between them, but effectively everybody knows that it's all the same source. So, well, not quite the same, but it is very much interlinked. I, d- I don't know if it's in anyone's best interests for it to disappear. If it, if Piff wanted it to go and bring everyone back over, because I suppose then they'd want all the best players on one product. I don't know. Um, I mean, they've obviously yeah. signed these contracts as well. Like, how are they going to deal with getting them out yeah. of that if it ended? Do they have to pay Dustin his full five hundred million or whatever it is over this the eight year or whatever yeah. his contract was he he signed? There's obviously some like legal do, levels. Do, they do have those to, play, do those players want to go back and play on the PGA Tour? Well. <laughs> If some of them do, I think. I, I don't know. If they can get world ranking points, I don't yeah. know why. If if that does happen and they get ranking points for playing in live, I, I don't see why they would. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a again, much better deal. Again, this is the thing of, you know, once everything's sort of the murky water is settled, like, is it going to be the PGA Tour? Like, because they're saying that they're going to put it under a different entity and a different yeah. name. Mm. So is it actually going to the PGA Tour? Is that going to entice them more to go back because they're not going back to the enemy so yeah. to speak to be honest the, no idea. the one i'm worried about again is dp world tour european tour yeah well, that, no, that, no, no one mentions it in this threat. discussion do they and the, the, these discussions seem to be going on with very little input from keith pelly and like the dp world tour board mm. it seems everything <laughs> seems to be happening around them around them yeah mm. and I, I do feel like they'll, they'll just be squeezed like it just it die a very slow death <laughs> <laughs> It's not great for the players who are on there who are trying to get, you know, PGA Tour status and trying to get into majors. And, you know, it must be really tough for those guys not really knowing where they stand right now. Well, I, th- I think one of the problems is, that, and we, and subconsciously, like, we have to realise what we're doing. Like, the, the first events that we talk through as Europeans every week, if there's a good one going on, it's PGA Tour. Yeah. yeah. Like, when, when, when have we realistically led with anything about DP World? No. Yeah, I think it comes down to fields and kind of yeah, the one know, stories we, and yeah, the PGA bit. Championship will will probably do that, won't we? But like other yeah, than that, like we'll be the there. BMW, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like though, that's probably the strongest of the fields. I mean, that's all of them. yeah. You, you think of the you know DP World Tour events that are not not including majors. Obviously, they're included on the tour, but. The ones, like you say, mm. Wentworth is probably the one that's its kind of staple event that people might actually genuinely look into and s- see what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Apart Dubai, from that, like Dubai swing. Yeah, obviously the last, say. you know, the race yeah. to Dubai stuff, people will get involved. Scottish Open, but because a lot of the guys from the PGA Tour yeah, will come over true. and play in preparation, yeah. which is... Well, that's what, that's like, true. the co-sanctioned events. Next week? Yeah. Next week, A couple yeah. of weeks away. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's one of the co-sanctioned events between PGA Tour and DP World, which was, I think, originally part of that deal that they signed that there'd be more of that mm. so you got Scottish obviously you got the Open then after that really it's going to be back ended for when the race to Dubai That's comes right. along when the money's available like until that point all those best players are going to be kind of back in the States or yeah. Yeah. still kind of playing on live so it's, it's a very it's a very confusing yeah 
kind of time at the think moment. We should like try and nobody we, knows what's happening. Should we think? I think we should try and make a kind of more conscious effort to cover some more DP world stuff on the podcast, just to kind of give it a little bit of a voice in a time where it's yeah, maybe yeah. not being spoken about. Or plant our plant our flag, yeah. plant our DP yeah. flag. Yeah. On the hill. Why not? But why not? But I mean, come on, then, let's talk about Daniel Hillier. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I didn't watch it. Because yeah. I think like we we could do, we could talk about it, we could get invested in it, we could like really go to town on it, but. Even if we get super invested in it, is anybody else going to be bothered? Like we could do a pod, we could end up doing a podcast on a tour which nobody's watching. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, that's yeah. that's the worry. Like mm. that's the worry for me about DP World Tour is like how few people are actually. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Watching, tuned in, and excited. I, I, yeah, I grew up watching European tour venues, yeah, uh, European yeah, yeah, tour yeah. events. It was great. I used to love it, and now it's just—I don't know. It's just—it just seems to be slowly dying. Yeah, mm. because interest, everyone like, because everyone goes over to the states, and and because there's more money, there's better weather, like all those sort of things, isn't it? Where it's just like, how dare you insult the weather of Birmingham? <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. I don't think I've ever been or seen or watched any golf at the Belfry and it's not been damp. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bit of a... Yeah. <laughs> every, every, every time I've been, it's been a bit It's damp. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, listen, I, I have, you know, you might be shocked by this. I have actually very limited experience running a professional golf tour. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think I'm in the correct, correct position to comment And on to it. remedy that, the Rough Cut Golf Tour will be starting <laughs> off next year. Pete will be in charge. <laughs> It's just us playing against each other. No money. Um, <laughs> we offer just good just times. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up vibes. It's, it's uh, good yeah. times um, and vibes. Yeah. Speaking of good times and vibes, you have requested some questions from the audience. Um, yep. So do you want to do you want to go through some of those now? Yep, can do. Um, I think we kind of jotted them down here. Can yep. we have like this question time segment? Can we get like some rip off question time music? Sure. Um, also, also, is the question time music? Question time is a uh, popular political broadcast each week Thursday here in the UK. Other political broadcasts <laughs> are, available. Are, are available, but I can't remember the music. What's the music of question time? Um, I used I to watch it all the time. I don't think we'll be able it. to use it even if no. we do know what it is, but we'll find something that sounds like it. I used to watch it all the time as a journal. And here it is. A journal. <laughs> You too. Us journeys have got to stick yeah. together. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for having an interest in the world. <laughs> so this one, I don't anymore. This one is from Sebastian Wigden, who asks a quite pertinent question, actually. Do you, Peter, think that you could or should have pushed a little harder to um, get onto a tour? Mm. 
<laughs> you know what? I do I do get this question like posed quite a lot yeah. like, when we've posted the video. Yeah. It's always after we played well. But <laughs> how good it, are you actually? Yeah, it's like why aren't you on tour? Like, why aren't you going on tour? Like, you know, and it's just no. I mean the the there are so many, so many good golfers out there. And at the end of the day, you know, if you had the time machine, you could go back. I would 100% like get younger me and put them in a better coaching environment. Okay. Like when I, and it's part of the reason why I do like coaching because I think of like how I was coached when I was younger and it wasn't very good. Right. Like the, the stuff that I was told and... Keep your head down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you lifting your head up. No, keep your head down. Release that club. And yeah. it, Turn it, your hands over for yeah, God's sake. Flip it, flip it. Yeah. And it's just it, the, the stuff I was told and the way that I, I was kind of coached, it, it just wasn't very good. So if I could go back, remedy that and give myself a more advanced level at a younger age, that'd be great. But at the end of the day, like I look back on when I was kind of from 18 to 25 and I did practice a lot, but I didn't have the, the work ethic to get on tour. And the more and more time that I spent with tour players and the more time we've spent kind of going on tour events, like doing all these videos, it's just, it wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't have enjoyed that environment. You suddenly, you, when you see one of these guys, even if they're not like, you know, the major winner level, you realize mm. how much they've sacrificed to get to oh, the point yeah, that they're yeah. in. Like, and, and we're not talking about, we're not talking about like major winners, tour winners. We're talking about if you want to be on any of these tours and have a, any kind of career, you've got to be unbelievable. You've got to be an incredible golfer and you've got to sacrifice so much time and effort. And like looking back on, I just wouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, family wedding. Sorry, can't come. It's we're going on this holiday. Sorry, I've got two events to play that week. It's can we spend this money on this thing? You're like, no, I need it to get me to, you know, the qualifying, the Monday qualifier or whatever. You can think the amount of things that people who are in that situation have to give up that you don't even realize. Yeah. not even involved in how good your golf game is. Once you've got there, then it comes down to how good your golf is. But yeah, yeah. you've got to do loads of things before you even step foot on the first tee. Same, same as any like, same as any sport. Like if you want to get to a level, you, the sacrifices that you have to give are huge. Yeah. And it's consistent. And golf is such a hard game. There's no, you, you can get to a certain level in golf, but to maintain that level, like yeah. just takes constant practice as well. Yeah. Like what, can, what do you what do you wish you had practiced more in order to what could have what could have got you to uh, the level above where you got to? Oh, mental game, mental game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental game. Well, well like you guys were kind of joking about this tonight, but like when we were going around, no cameras, no film, and just playing. And I was just like smashing birdies in from everywhere. Yeah, it was absurd. It was It was great, but I was just relaxed. I was chilling, and there was no kind of pressure. Yeah. Like the, the the biggest dividing line between the best players is how they handle pressure and respond to pressure. Mm -hmm. And that I just I don't have and didn't have the tools ready. So when I started playing in better events, I just well, I just it just didn't work. Yeah. I just didn't know how to like cope with certain situations. Yeah, like how to bounce back after something doesn't go the way you want it to. Yeah, and like just preparation and like pre-shot routines and like the way just just the whole 
kind of thought process behind tournament golf professional tournament golf is just very very different and you've got to be of a certain mindset and have the correct tools ready to use yeah and the quality of the golfers keeps getting better and better and better and better and younger and younger and younger and younger yeah, like, so like looking at tour pros now like yeah. coming out 18 19 absurd and thinking about yeah. what i was like back then it's just so so far away mm. like a million miles away i am a 15 handicap at 18 compared to how they are when they go mm. yeah, miles so, away yeah yeah that it, one of my goals growing up was at some point to be the best in the world at something. <laughs> like I was very, I was a very cocky teenager. I still am not a teenager. I'm very old now, but you, um, you start to realize how absurd that is when you real when you go to a national event and you're like, Oh, there are thousands of people at my level and there are thousands of people better than them. Mm who all come from, like, there'll be one of you mm. from Preston, there'll be another of you from, you know, central Manchester, from Harrow, from Herefordshire, you know, whatever. And then there are all the, the people that beat them and all the people that beat them. And then eventually you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good, but yeah. I'm not that good. I'm not as good as that guy we can, is. We can, like, niche it down and find something for you to be the best in the world. Oh, I'm the best in the world at, you know, looking after my children Being and myself. <laughs> missing three putts. And, I'm know, sure someone's better at that. Well, Whoa. <laughs> I don't I don't know why then when you were like talking about oh when I was younger I just didn't have the facilities and the training I had this like Billy Elliot picture of like <laughs> this young Peter Finch growing up in Preston like Norson you're gonna play football uh, I don't want to dad I, I want to be a golfer I want to no, swing a stick I, I did want to play football that, <laughs> that was the thing I was much more interested in football but yeah I wasn't like uh yeah I wasn't I wasn't like hitting balls off, uh, yeah, no. off like car parks <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night to avoid. If the I just wall. had the right facilities, I just would have been a better player. No, it's, it, 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 I think looking back, it definitely shows the importance of of coaching. Yeah, like yeah. a young game just is, to get um, on the right track. Uh, bounce the book bounce if you've not read bounce by matthew syed mm. it, it gets on to very good book have you read it i have not it's a very good book it kind of talks about the power of training but also kind of situation and sort of does is is talent innate is it something you're born with or do you need the facilities and the work ethic and all that yeah. kind of stuff it, it's really good yeah uh, yeah yeah what's the what's the crossover between a natural talent and someone who just maybe didn't have mm. m as mm. much but worked mm. worked much harder yeah i think there's the the two the two chess um players who turn into the girls that turn into grandmasters i can't remember the name um and the dad like starts them off playing chess from the age of like two every day just like routinely and they both come <sighs> Grandmaster. Well, that's in, that's in that book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so. What was that? Have you, have you heard this story? Mm. The, I can't remember. Is, a, is it a Hungarian guy, I want to say? Um, but basically, this true story. So this sign, scientist, I'm sure he's Hungarian, can't remember his name, but he advertises for a wife. Sick. Oh, yeah. He advertises yeah. for a wife with, with the proviso that they know what's going on. They're going to have kids, and from a young age, they're going to train these kids in chess to basically show that they can raise a person in a level of skill without any kind of real innate natural ability. Yeah. Neither so, of them are very good at chess or, you know, uh, well, solving the, puzzles. Obviously, obviously smart guys, but a yeah. uh, smart guy, the, I think the wife's like a scientist as well, but it's very much just, um, we are going to train them. We are going to show that we can kind of turn them into chess yeah, grandmasters. Yeah. Wow. So he's very much nature nurture kind of yeah. argument, mm -hmm. and yeah, listen, you can have you can have the best opportunities in the world, 
But unless you've got the work ethic, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. make a difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, not, yeah. I've not been able to find that, but they. I, the reason I remember it so much as well is because they use Tiger Woods and his relationship with his father as like a case study of kind of that. And they talk about how, you know, when he first came on and in 97 and what was it? He was the youngest ever winner of the US or Masters, I think, in 97. That, oh, it's this you know, the most naturally gifted golfer yeah, that yeah, we've yeah. ever seen and all this kind of stuff. But then actually, if you dig back into the, his past and how he was growing up and his relationship with his father and just how how his work ethic and grind and all this kind of stuff yeah. got him to that point. Yeah. Sure, there's some natural talent there. Yeah. But What's, I is think, it pure talent or is there... It was, we're going down a, an avenue here, it, but I like yeah, it. It's, um, <laughs> the quote is like, um, it It took me 10 years. It took me like like 10 years of work to make it look like to make it look this easy mm. or like you know mm. i'm when i was uh, in my previous life when i would i could knock out a very good piece of musical work in an afternoon and people would be like how on earth yeah, do you? Yeah. And like well i trained myself for 15 years to be able to do it that mm. quickly so yeah. you know it's 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 not a complete fluke there is a lot yeah. of hard work that goes on behind the scenes yeah. it's yeah. always the same it's like you know, it takes you like 10 years to become an overnight success oh that's that kind of thing. that might yeah, be yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but yeah it's right no nobody sees the the everything that went before the point where they are yeah. suddenly aware mm -hmm. of and they're like oh you you, you must you're so just naturally you're, you're talented just, you're just yeah, an yeah. overnight prodigy laszlo polgar is the name of the hungarian on, he's hungarian oh. Oh, yeah, wow. he's Hungarian, yeah. Good memory on I know, I was going to say. Yeah. You thought about being a National Pictionary champion? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> I can't give that draw, a go. for a start. <laughs> <laughs> one, um, of, one of the other talents I did not develop as a child. <laughs> um, so another question about um, kind of golf growing up. Liam Jordan Golf says, um, what's the best way to get sponsored at a, as a junior? When did you get your first kind of sponsor, Pete? Um, God, I wonder what the first sponsor was. Because it definitely would have been kind of YouTube. So the answer to this is um, the best way to get sponsored is to be good enough that people want to sponsor you. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. That's that's about it. Um, it's the insight you come for. Yeah. Well, Details. <laughs> love it. It, it <laughs> is something we, again, like get lots of messages about. Like, you know, I'm... And, and, and we get this in a, in a very broad spectrum, but generally it's high... Name's Dave. Just started this channel, mm. and I'm looking to get sponsored. Just don't, it don't work like that. Like it, it just doesn't work like that. You've got to yeah. get yourself to the point where the person who's sponsoring you, the company who's sponsoring you, will actually get some value. Like everybody can understand the value of somebody sponsoring them. It's great. Get some money. Get some product. Brilliant. Yeah. It's what you're going to bring to that other entity that you know, actually what, matters. What, what are you offering in return? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. You know, we're, we're lucky to be working with like some amazing channel partners and sponsors, but it's only on the proviso that we provide them with exposure, mm -hmm. we provide yeah. them with content. Yeah. You, know, you, you wear their clothes, yeah, you yeah. use their equipment. Exactly. Yeah. You know that that's and the reason that we're able to offer that is because we have a, an audience and we have videos and we have like channels which can show off that product and get that kind of brand more in the eye of the golfers of this beautiful blue planet. Um, what, what, what if what if we're not talking about someone who's a content creator? What if we're talking about someone who is just a golfer trying to make it? Nah. How how do you get how do you get a Footjoy or a Titleist or a Nike to send you free stuff to give you money to get to events to you know provide you with coaching opportunities to provide you with fitting all the things that you want to do as a golfer that maybe you are limited by the fact that you don't have the access to it. How do you get that kind of stuff? Um, 
to be honest, you will get to a certain point where, let's say you're a good golfer, you will get to a certain point where you'll be able to get free stuff. So I know Titleist have a program where they will actively go out, look for very talented juniors and supply them with equipment. Yeah. Under the idea that once they reach a better amateur level, once they turn professional, they will help reward Titleist for that loyalty by sticking with Titleist, yeah. for example. And other um, TaylorMade, I know, has the same kind of program and other brands do as well. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying it's like you know you're not creating content one one thing that i would absolutely 100 percent recommend is that if you are a young athlete in anything golf whatever make sure that you do have some kind of social presence make sure you do have a brand which is moving forwards because being good at something a sport it's not enough anymore yeah it's not enough like you see this all the time every single major golf manufacturer and obviously to what we know more about has had a massive cull of the amount of money paid to golfers who aren't like consistently up near the top of the leaderboard yeah because a lot of companies found like certainly TaylorMade when they signed um kind of tiger dj uh, rory they cut masses of their lower rank staff because at the end of the day you know I'm going to use Richard Bland here for an example because I know he was one of the guys who did get cut. Like, if Richard Bland went and won an event, realistically, how many people are going to turn around and go, oh, my God, Richard Bland has just won an event. I need that driver. Mm. Like, In terms of influence. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, at that so, time as well. At, at that yeah. time, yeah. And by the way, I love Bland. It's like, at that time, it's kind of like, what, like, everybody turn around and everybody has access now to so much more data. It's like, what are we actually getting from paying 50 grand to these tour pros? Yeah. Like, what, what are we actually getting back for that? Yeah. And the answer is not a lot. Yeah. Like, the, the only yeah. thing that a lot of companies had was the ability to say, oh, we've got the number one driver on tour. And even that, like, 18 handicap who plays once a week, what, the, yeah. what does it matter? Yeah, yeah. W- which one is cheap and which one can I get access to and hits the ball relatively yeah, yeah. straight is all okay. I, I will say, if you are, I feel like there is always, there's no harm at any point in just you reaching out to companies and yeah. just reaching out to places and saying, look, this is what I do. If you can highlight and you can provide them with sort of some sort of level of what you can give them back as well. Yeah. I that's I mean not but that's how I got my first sponsorship with cricket is I just wrote to loads of manufacturers yeah. and then one of them got back to me. I, you know I was playing for Herefordshire County. I wasn't playing for anyone in particular, but yeah. one person was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, cool. I'll I'll, you know, chuck him some pads and a free bat and gloves for a couple of years. I'll make yep. you a bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a man out of you." Um and then, you know, you can take that for a couple of years and just see what yeah. happens. It's the same way I got my job at Tottenham. I just emailed and sent yeah. out to loads of clubs. Yeah. And it just so happened that they were the ones that got back to me. And were like, oh, we, your letter was in a drawer. And we thought, oh, we're looking for someone. Do you fancy coming in? And before you knew it, you're playing right wing. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did go back after my first stint at Tottenham and went back. And we went to a pub quiz. And my mate said, oh, he's... um." Because the guys in there recognised us quite a few times. Oh, you've not been here a few weeks, and they were like, "Yeah, he's been um, he's been up at the Tottenham Hotspur training ground working." And we managed to wrangle it that I was starting up front for like the under twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the other way to the the other way to you know get those kind of big sponsorship, bigger sponsorship companies in is to go and win an event. 
Yeah, go yeah. and win your yeah. local medal. Stop sitting on your ass yeah. Dom- and dominate, go and win. Start do- <laughs> dominate your local, your your home course. You know, go and play in yeah. the county thing and win that, or you know, place high up in that, and yeah. then eventually, it, you, you your people will. Oh, I actually do recognise your name. Actually, when you email me and say, "Can I have some free balls and gloves and whatever?" Then. You know, you've yeah. got a bit of something to offer back. I mean, being being good enough that you can't be ignored is like yeah, yeah. Is yeah, the, yeah. Easiest it's the best way, way to do it. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. like Jacob said, like writing off and like offering, giving the people you want the stuff off a reason yeah. to actually sponsor you. Like, what can you offer them? But yeah, to be in a position where you are good enough so that people come to you, that's yeah. that's where you need to be because yeah. then you have the power. As well. Yeah, it's also I suppose being conscious that like at the point where you're at be prepared to not expect that they're going to be like oh yeah we're going to pay you a thousand pounds like actually it might be more you have to do a bit more giving than they have yeah, to yeah. to you to yeah. start with mm-hmm. and then if you can do that from the ground then maybe when you get better and when you improve that relationship will change that actually then they can start providing for you more than you provide for them yeah you never know um speaking of hold on let me think about this one speaking of wow. okay s- sponsorship and doing something out of the ordinary that can't be ignored. <laughs> Just said the next question, right? The quest, of, the quest for 80 asks, when are we going to hear a little bit more about your cycling challenge? A Fair Way Down, it is called. Mm-hmm. Tell, um, tell us, tell when, when, when can we know more information? So I think we'll do, we'll do a main channel announcement video this week. We'll get that done. Yeah. Okay. We'll let Some, sometime this weekend, yeah. I think. We'll let everybody know exactly what's going on. Um, if you are a listener to the podcast, you will know by now. Announced this last month. We're doing a John O'Groats Lands End Cycle, which is the top of the country to the top, top of Great Britain to the bottom. We are playing 10 courses along a 1,000-mile, 20-day routes, filming at all these courses, producing content, raising lots of money for charity. And hurting myself <laughs> yeah, yeah the 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 biggest struggle is going to be you making it to the end yes <laughs> yeah actually making it is going to be the achievement so it it's all mapped out all the courses have been contacted we're just confirming all the tea times and everything else um and then yeah we'll do the announcement video this weekend so all all the information will be in that everything that you need to know it's going to be I am very excited about this. I think it's going to be incredible. It's something which really hasn't been done before, uh, certainly in the golfing kind of community. So, yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm excited. Um, I'm a and, bit worried. Uh, yeah, I should say, yeah, a little, a little apprehensive, but also yeah. very excited. We're going to be working, you know, double, yeah, tri- we'll triple shifts to get content out, which mm. will be cool. Um, are people going to be able to come and watch you play at courses? Um yeah, I think it depends what I'm like in the morning. If I can't walk, <laughs> maybe, maybe you just need enough people to go carry me. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, uh, when we get to the courses, and I've kind of chatted the course about this as well, I'm going to get buggy so you guys can get around. But thank, I'm walking as well. Thank so. the Lord. Um, so I'm going to be walking the courses in between these things. Wow. It's not like I'm going to jump on a buggy and half arse it. I'm going to walk as well. Um, so actually it might be better if people do turn up because then you'll be like, well, um, I can't not do it now because everyone's here. <laughs> well, you, you can caddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got to be honest at the moment, I'm one event away from doing a triathlon for like 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> you may as well swim across swim the water back. acids. Uh, <laughs> Anytime there's a lake on a course, yeah. just jump in. Oh no, we didn't war us at all. Oh no, <laughs> damn it. Strips off his golf gear, foot joy wetsuit. <laughs> oh, um, but yes, so the good news is that once everything is confirmed and announced, you can come and watch. You can, you know, 
ask Pete how he's doing, um, you know, laugh at his inability to swing the golf club in the second half of this challenge, I imagine. Um, so <laughs> join the Discord. The link is in the description um, jo or, you know, in the in the information below. Join the Discord and that is where we'll be kind of communicating with you as much as possible about where we're going to be and updates on, on, on what the challenge is kind of is becoming. Um, but also, yeah, stay tuned to the main channel because there's going to be an announcement video in the next few days. Excellent. That was pretty pretty good, but not as, no, as, not no as good as one that, of yours. No um, another question about something that, you know, a lot of people have asked us about, the Itabori Irons. When are they mm. making an appearance on the channel? You know, we've, we've if you are in the Discord, you will have seen the unboxing video. Pete, you know, the guys from Dragon Golf came in and gave Pete the new irons, hand-delivered them, um, which was pretty cool we posted a video for discord people only which if you're on the discord you may have seen when are they going to be on the main channel they are when's that video coming out um, a few weeks yet won't it i think it's i think it's like two or three weeks yeah so we've filmed the the first round with them so first round has been filmed with the whole completed build my bag series everything's in there top to bottom so that's yeah it's going to be two three weeks i mean if you want to have a look at them go over to our instagram and I'm sure they'll be yeah, posted a lot yeah. mm -hmm. before the actual, won't they, Kieran? <laughs> well, they're, already, they're already up. Like, it already went viral on, uh, on TikTok. We've, we've already got like 300k on that. We've well, already gone viral. We've already I mean, gone viral. We want more. So we want they, more they virility. Already, they already know it. They've already seen it. We so want double viral. They don't yeah. know. No, that person who's asked, he ain't seen it. Martin Grindler has not seen them. Uh, I need double, we? I want double booster jab Ma for Itabori Ayers. Martin Grindler will sound like Why he's are we talking North, about this? Yeah. Um, speaking of, those those are some of the most beautiful clubs I've ever seen. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. This is a question maybe for for everyone. Oh, what yeah, are the worst on. golf golf clubs you've ever owned? Kieran, you oh, don't know who wow. yours, so you're out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the ones that are actually yours that you paid for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which are the worst ones you've ever owned? I really struggle to think of what I had before I was yeah, here. I, well, <laughs> <laughs> well I, I bought my I bought my irons and my wedges. Um, when I was 21 and I didn't, I didn't play that much golf before. So yeah. I think I was just using like an old set that my, my dad had bought when he was a similar age to I am now, um, off my uncle who used to trade and sell golf clubs as okay. a thing. And they were at the time sort of basically the exact same model as a tailor-made iron yeah but they were just like knockoff ones oh good so it was like you know when you see like gucky for yeah, like yeah <laughs> like calvin klein is like the opposite way around or whatever it might yeah. be yeah. it was like that. it might have been like, it literally might say made taylor i don't know yeah. <laughs> it might it, it might as well be Mailer um Mailer yeah and uh they had some horrific offset on like they oh. were like going off 90 degrees and then coming back and then coming round again yeah. they were pretty poor um, there was also an Odyssey putter, I think, as well, which the grip was half hanging off. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you might as well have been just like gripping onto the shaft. Yes. It was like that thin, just mm -hmm. like coming through. Love that. So I've not, I've not had anything in terms of something that should be good and right. is bad. Mm -hmm. I think I've just, I've just, I've just had bad clubs before. Yeah. And but you've got good clubs now. Oh, I've got great clubs now. Yeah. Wonderful. Kieran. Great clubs. What have you, what? Uh, I, I had, I literally <laughs> had the same set for like 10 years. So I, I just... You know, I just played the same set. I loved them. Absolutely loved them. When are you going to so, upgrade that yeah, three? You, you can get them back if you want. Yeah. <laughs> you can have them back if they're all right. Well, no, because I lost. So the, I broke the six iron. I broke the five iron. Um, so I was, I was like, I had a pitching wedge, a nine iron, 
and a seven iron for like a lot of the for like the last like two years, and then I came here. So I was I was pleased <laughs> just, for the just filled the <laughs> gaps, the filled the gaps yeah. with clubs that I, I, did, I did, a, and then I went four iron. So I, you know, I I worked around it. But um, um, yeah. what is the when we played Presswick, you were hitting is it two iron off the tee potentially? Yeah, two iron and four iron, really. Like yeah, exactly. three, three, three with a bit as well. The two irons, Pete, and the three was mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what was the club that? I mean, maybe we shouldn't tell them where you got it from, but it looks like a very old club that's in your bag. It's a very, it's like a well, the Mizuno like a, one. Yeah, yeah, long right, yeah. Well, I nicked that when I went. Uh, <laughs> 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 like actual Not fever. Yeah, yeah I, I nicked that when I was doing my work experience at, um, at Bridport Golf Club. So yeah, it was, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a long time ago. Going, right? I will say it looks very similar to the three iron or two iron or whatever it is that you stole the, from Carter. The one iron, it was the one iron. Yeah, yeah from the one iron set. Yeah, it's very similar, but um, it, wait, is this? Same set, actually, is that what it is? Yeah, okay, yeah, right. same, same, uh, like model. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Pete, good Pete well. worst, I, worst clubs you've ever owned. Mm. I think, I think for you, you probably have to had paid for them yourself because you get lots of stuff to test, which is lovely. But what was the worst thing you've ever bought to play golf? Uh, like, oddly enough, now, bit of a kind of curveball here. I had a set of ping i3 irons. i3? Which... Is that the the blue bit on the back? Uh, like a yellow, yellow. disc. Right, which blue. are good irons. But this is like talking about like coaching kind of thing. I had a, a lesson just before I went to get these irons, get fitted for them. And the lesson that I had, again, looking back, was truly awful. Like it was terrible. Terrible device. And anyway, I got fitted into these irons. And like looking back, they were so wrong in the spec. <laughs> like they were about four degrees upright. <laughs> and you're two degrees flat now. Yeah, I'm two degrees flat. Like, and I was... So like, I was, <laughs> it's like everyone was like a putter. And I, I, it, was, it was a long way off. And anyway, I got us fitted for these and there was such a good set of irons, but I didn't like... I could hardly use them properly because it was just like completely in the wrong kind of set for me. And I didn't really understand what was going on because I was only a kid. So yeah, that's probably the worst and the best set I've had at the same time. It makes you feel much worse about your game when you're like, well, these should work. Mm. Why are they not working? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tucker. Oh, he's swerving this one. Oh, I can tell. Oh, I can tell you what. I still own mine. Worst clubs I've ever owned. They're yeah, actually yeah, still use God, them? You stride them so bad, don't you? God. Mm. Imagine, imagine striking those iron, those terrible irons so bad. I wonder, um, I wonder I, how he you better not say those God, irons. I actually wasn't talking about my irons. I really like say. my irons. I love my Ben Hogan's from 2012. Thank you very much. Um, with the graphite shafts, um, the worst clubs I've ever owned. I think are, I, I think I still own. They're in the kind of like garagey bit at the back of my house. In an That's old where everyone's old clubs are. Of course they are. <laughs> Covered in cobwebs. They are yeah. two... In fact, they made an appear- one of them made an appearance in a video. Um, they are two uh, Cleveland wedges. A 56 degree, which the grooves are worn down to flat. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Right? Zero. It's basically, you know, it's a, it's got zero spin on it. Yeah, unless yeah. you hit it wildly out of the toe by accident. Um, and a 60 degree that the grip is so worn off that I used to have to like um, almost what I would do is I would eat lots of sticky sweets before I went out to play so that I could use <laughs> the grip. <laughs> <laughs> it's absurd. Or dip it in Coke because I was, you know, I, was, I didn't know how to, you know, get it regripped or whatever. <laughs> I've still got those. Wild. One of them has no grooves and one of them has no grip. Um, together. Together. <laughs> what the a perfect club. club. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but I did have oh. my first my first chip in with that sixty degree, so it has a well, little bit. Of, to quite throw yeah, it away. Can't yet. get, can't get, and, and it was the first golf club I ever bought for myself. It was three pounds in a charity shop in oh, Lynham well, St. Anne's. There you go. And they're going to keep that ball. And that ball is staying forever. Do you think you've got some <laughs> hoarder tendencies, mate? Um, I'm a ref- I'm a hoarder non-practicing. Okay. <laughs> Retired. <laughs> Retired hoarder. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I, it took me a long time to get over my hoarding, so I need to... Every once in a while, I go through that... Me and Lauren go through the house, and we're like, why have I got this? Yeet. Get rid of it. Okay, we're about to go into Guess the Player, everyone. Um, so get your pen and paper ready. Um, you guys prepared? Mm-hmm. You are? Exceptional. That was so seamless, wasn't it? It was really good. Well done, Jacob. Didn't um, look at camera. So in season two of the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, Guess the Player has changed very slightly. Um, Kieran wanted a chance to compete. I wanted a chance not to have to compete. Um, so we've changed up the format very slightly. And this is the second um, it- iteration of the guest to player game. We are, it has changed very slightly. Um, meaning now that uh, we are doing it over the course of 18 holes. So these boys and you at home have played one hole so far and you're about to play the second hole. Play the drop. Are we ready? Oh, yeah, this is new to us as well. You're not, they're hearing this for the first time. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 2023 Rough Cut Open, sponsored by Finch Golf Media, the game where your knowledge of golf history is more important than your ability to actually hit the ball. At the end of each episode, I describe the life and career of a famous golfer, and after each clue, these accomplished professionals write down who they think it is. However many hints it takes to get them home is how many shots they took on that hole. So, if you get a par 5 after just 4 clues, you would finish that hole in one under. Through just one hole, the tricky par 5 first named The Big Easy, we have two players tied for first at level par. With headstrong tournament rookie Kieran Mulhall two shots behind after a hooked drive and a fatted second on the first. This week we face a tough par four with undulating fairways, wind off the left and a water hazard behind the green. Let's rejoin the action as the players tee off. Wow. Pretty good, huh? Okay. Two things. Two things. So good. You've got far too much spare time on your hands. I think I did that while I was waiting for the, um, while I was waiting for record breakers to upload. So I had a little bit of time to do it. Um, So yes, after the par five first, you will have a score. Um, To update you on the scores for these boys, Jacob, level par. Mm -hmm. Peter Finch, also level par, tied for first um, in this group. And the tournament rookie, Kieran Mulhall, two over. Two over. No, no good round starts with the exactly right. birdie, mate. Yeah. So. mate you've got you this watch in the, the birdie run come on. Man. The birdie run is coming right now. So here we go. Hole number two is a par four, as you heard. Clue number one. What, what are you hitting off the tee? Uh, how far is it? Yeah, how far is it? It's 418 yards. Drive. Oh, yeah. Smashing it. In, into wind. Oh, I've got to hit drive. Yeah. Okay, you're hitting drive. Firing it. <laughs> Isn't it below the wind? Okay, so everyone cover their work. Right? Everyone no cover copy. your work. Right? Back at school, we're continuing the theme of um, other sport-related first first clues here. So here we okay. go. Shot number one. Whack! An avid cyclist, until they saw Jack Nicholas contesting the Masters tournament in 1971, this North Londoner's focus then shifted towards golf. Their mother Joyce organised just six lessons at a local course 
And within two years, they were an accomplished golfer. The, the the common trend as well from this one compared to Kieran's is Kieran always used to do like current players. Oh yeah. Where, I mean, there's nothing to say this guy isn't also playing now, but you've gone older immediately. Yeah. Okay. So, ooh, cyclist, and then turn to golf. The natural progression. <laughs> it's also very good for the cycling theme. I've uh, just had a hole in one. Have you? Have you just, whilst in your cycling uh, endeavours, have you come across like... I have just smashed the strike. <laughs> yeah. Have you pulled out from 416 yards? The, the wind died when I hit it. Oh, I no. Max off the downslope. It's a dramatic change in wind. It was a sprinkler. Rolled all the front of the grade, just dropped in. I've gone mad on the tee. <laughs> Love it. I hope that I have to change it now. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ooh. Kieran, you haven't written anything down. No, this might be, we've gone to check Swift the hole it. and it's, uh, it's gone through the back. Yeah, it's gone through <laughs> the back of the hole. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak a peek at their papers, but it's not really worth it. Um, well done, the first shots. Thank you. You all found the fairway. <laughs> Pete's turned his piece Pete, of paper over. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> done. Pete, might have, Pete might have got it in the hole. Shot number two. Right, you, you should be hitting a wedge. Like okay. you're, you're, you're hitting a wedge from here. Don't watch his face. <laughs> that means watch his face. This player finished top of the Order of Merit in 1983 with five European Tour victories. In one year. This player... Finished top of the order of merit in 1983 with five European Tour victories. He's still pretty happy about it. <laughs> you should you should I, draw a line. I'm, I'm I'm looking up at the green. I'm like, I can't see my ball. <laughs> yeah, we've all done it. Can't, can't see it. Can't see it. Are you going to draw a line or are you going to go for someone else? Oh, I'm going for someone else. I, I've, I've drawn a line. Do I have to actually physically draw a line? Yeah, because otherwise I'll think that you don't know the answer. Don't know what look. I've already, I, I've already written it down on number one. Oh, but you're just not going to play for the rest. You think you've got it right? Well, um, unless something comes up. I, I've written my name down on okay. my first strike. Okay. I'll let you off. You've turned your paper over. I'm it's just wondering. I'm trying to enjoy the walk it <laughs> down this fairway. <family. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the sun's in. come out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shot number three should be up near the green by now. Hopefully rolling in a putt, but... Yeah, you could you could be rolling this one in. This player is the all-time leading point scorer in Ryder Cup history with a record of played 46, lost 19, halved 4, won 23. In 11... I mean... In 11 Ryder Cups. I think I've... So he's the leading... I thought Sergio. Yeah, was so did I. Yeah, was, he? and I, but if if it's I know who we overtook. Point scorer. Yeah, hmm. I think Sergio is now, but that that's fine. Ooh, slightly. Oh, it's a it's a trick green. <laughs> it's a bit. There's a there's an undulation in there. You just can't see. Don't see what I. I yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. So can you can you repeat that again, please? Well, apparently it's not entirely accurate, but maybe it's like circa 2000 and... Pre the last Ryder Cup. 
this person was the all-time leading point scorer in Ryder Cup history. Overtaken only recently by Sergio Garcia, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I've actually it heard is. that as well. So it definitely I, I should have. I should have. I remember watching him do it and him crying. Yeah. So okay, listen. No course design is perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, a few. Yeah. yeah. This one's got a weird, burn, a weird burn. They didn't tell you about. Yeah, hidden burn. Yeah, idiots. Not even on the course planner. It's, a, it's like a mini golf hole where you put it in, you go, oh, yes, and then it like pops out. Yeah, it comes out the other side. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you, if you haven't got it by now, then you, you should be tapping this one in. He was knighted in the Queen's birthday honours list in 2009. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Oh my God, I'm walking up to the hole. I'm like, <laughs> you literally... I can see the pitch mark. I think he's got it. I think he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't quite say it. Yeah, Come on, Karen. This is for a par, mate. This you should be. This is for your par. Yeah, you should be just tapping this. Uh, I've got a, I've got an issue because I said him in number one and then said him in number two, not said him in number three, and then said him in number four. That's a shame. Oh, that's a problem. So yeah. what? Mm. Well, that is a problem. Yeah. So now out. you can commit to him for par. So so because I didn't. Yeah, because you changed you, your mind. Yeah. You don't get him, <sighs> unfortunately. That sucks. That's, so That's a shame. Okay, so for bad. one over, I think you've all got it by now. I think you've all got it. For one over, a six-time major champion, this golfer is now a noted TV commentator and pundit. Yep. And then for two over, with a ball above his feet, this legend of the game hit a ferocious two-iron from the first cut on the 13th hole at Augusta and battled back from a six-shot deficit to snatch the 1996 Masters title from the hands of Australian Greg Norman. It is, of course, Sir Nick Faldo. Sir Nick Faldo. So let's have a look at your scores. I eagled it. I've had my second ever hole in one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He didn't put Sir. Okay, so... (laughs) Quizmaster, this is actually big, this. This is big. Okay, so uh, Kieran actually put Ian Polster at number three. So can he also be doc? Can he also be doc two shots? Yeah, because because, <laughs> because that's an insult. Because he forgot <laughs> that Nick Faldo finished top of the European Order of Merit in nineteen eighty. Yeah, this is yeah. No, I yeah, I I messed up, which is so annoying. <laughs> I messed up. You had so it. I, you had it straight off the tee. You had, you had it, it on your second shot. So I can't. But it's in the hole, and I. And I've kept it in the hole. No, but what happened was you... No, you you got it in the hole and then you... Um, what did you do that will cost you a penalty stroke? Yeah. Um, you, te- yeah. You, te- you teed it up in front of the markers. Yeah, and someone goes, I'm oh, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Someone, someone's pulled For the you first back. one, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. Okay, so what gave it away? North London? Uh, yeah, I did you know his mum's name? No, no. So I've read his autobiography, and it kind of clanged in the back of my head that he used to be a cyclist. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's and pretty, then I, pretty good. Niche I got knowledge. it from like Jack Nicklaus's favorite um, player. Jack so. Nicklaus is Nick Faldo's yeah. favorite yeah. player, and so. I knew he was. Um, I think North London's a stretch. I think it was like Welling Garden City. I think which is from. is that North London? In North London, I thought it was a bit further out than that. No, no, no. It's by Brent Cross, isn't it? Not sure. I know it's where. Uh, a lot of the world's end was filmed. The, yes, it was. Um, Correct. Right in a few of those pubs, had a few drinks. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well in Garden City, Brent Cross, um, 
what else is up there? Finchley. It's all it's all the same. That's why. It's where I'm from. <laughs> no, it's it. not. It's where I'm from. <laughs> Your home ground. It's, Finchley is named after my family. It's not. It is. Okay, well, I, I have an entire Shear. So, Warwickshire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a little village in Sussex. So, Jacob. No, Bro- Broadbridge Heath. <laughs> Broadbridge Heath. Um, You've I'm got your own cider, haven't you? Yeah, it's one of <laughs> You have no idea. No. Okay, so hold on. So you got a hole in one. So you're... Oh, good Lord. I'm going to have to do a lot of math. Three under, mate. Yeah, you're three under. Three under. Um, you got par. So you stay two over. Jacob Broadbridge got eags. So he's two under. Kieran, yeah. at least it's a bounce back. You've stabilised the score. Flow. I'm, yeah, fe- yeah. I'm fuming. I'm fuming. I mean, well, you shouldn't have again, up. I'm Just actually fuming again. That's should the beauty should of the have teed game, up in front of the markers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> should, and I'll tell, you what he, I'll tell you what he had. He had 15 clubs in his bag. <laughs> yes. That's it. You had 15 clubs in your bag. Well, you I got had to, a hole in one. You didn't then, take that Mizuno two iron out. Oh, you've yeah. hit a tee shot. It's hit the pin. It stayed out. You've hit your putt. It's hit the pin. It stayed out. <laughs> then you hit the ball off the green. <laughs> and then chipped in. Anger. And then chipped it in. <laughs> you got a par. That's really good. Oh, I'm fuming. I'm fuming. <laughs> The fact that you guys aren't even like giving me a little bit of benefit of the doubt here is actually annoying me. No, so. no, 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 like, no, you honest, did a great job. Honestly, like I think to get that in one, you did really well. Yeah, and I got it. I had, I actually had it, and then yeah, and I, then, you, and you, then da- you did, it was it was your doubt that got you, yeah. not, not your ability to play the game. It was if, you, yeah. if just doubt yourself. The, if the clue for that one was a little bit more. Yeah, not ridiculous that it was in 1983 that Ian Poulter yeah, was the order of merit. Right, yeah, no, no, no. That third clue was the leading point scorer in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, yes. oh, right, okay. And yeah. then, and then, you know, so you went for a very famous Ryder Cup player, which is mm. fine. Yeah, this is what I was thinking. I was like, oh, oh man. Mm. I mean, honestly, I, I feel I feel bad for you. But hey, look, it's not, not a vendetta against you. Yeah, if everyone, if if I did it, it would be the same. This is this is just the ashes, mate. You just wandered out of crease and do we do we. I'm okay. I, as the quiz master, I'm okay to let it slide. But do we need to have a word about not surring Nick Faldo yeah, on your sheet? This is that. That is poor, by well, the way. Well, sorry, I that don't. Poor. I don't believe in the British Empire as a concept. So. <laughs> nah, that is that is poor. I think he should have a one straight penalty, straight up. No, I, I don't really care. No. <laughs> straight up, one straight penalty. On the, on the next on the next if, hole, you have to play you from further Nick, back. If you met Nick Faldo, would you call him Sir Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, yeah. No, you don't. Like, you like don't. Lord, you like don't, Lord Sugar. You don't like have Lord to. Alan Sugar. Show me a castle. Yeah, but would you bow? That's what you have to do. No, Lord, no. Lord Sugar. Oh, give over. Can, can, he, can, a, can a man do it, sir? <laughs> can he change his style? Can, can a man change his stars? What up, my lord? <laughs> Noble <laughs> holding one. Noble victory. <laughs> uh, um, so let us know in the comments below how you're getting on. Um, Pete is now in the lead. Uh, Jacob only one shot behind. Kieran still two over, but you, listen, there's an easy par three coming there's up. A, yeah. there's, there's a long way to go. Yeah. A, lot a, lot way to go. a lot of golf to be played. There's a lot of golf to go. Yeah. I, this I, is very much like your round at Presswick. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, yeah, you start, didn't play I great at the beginning. Start. You pulled it back. I'm not. I'm not celebrating too early. I've had a good start, and yep. I feel in the zone. Yep. But you know, it could all go wrong. The winds. The winds are going to change. Week. Could plug in the fairway. Could lose the ball. Winds yeah. are going to change. Exactly. You never know. So, guys. Hopefully you are enjoying the new guest to player format. Thank you, Mick, for your wonderful quiz mastery. And thank you, everybody, excuse me, for watching <laughs> and for listening to this podcast. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure that you do so now. If you haven't followed us on our favorite podcast 
on your favourite podcast What's our favourite one? Uh, my, uh, uh, this one. Um, All of them. Well, listening Whichever you're listening, that's yeah, our yeah, favourite. That, that's cool, that's Old cool. Diplomatic. So join us next week. We're going to talk more golf stuff. See you, bye. I'll <laughs> <laughs> do. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you